All right, I'm All in. All right, man. Let's get this shit going. Oh, you ready? Oh, <laughs> shit, let's go. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, I know the show is late, but it's going to come on Wednesdays like we said it will. This is Those Damn Comic Book Guys. I'm Confucius. I'm fresh. And um, last episode, we talked about the San Diego Comic-Con. And for all of you out there that were wondering, was the, the handful of you that were wondering why it was called a whale's vagina, if you have seen Anchorman, Will Ferrell's character told his date that San Diego translated to whale's vagina. So I got so. a lot of people asking, why would, why did they name it that? And I was like, oh, y'all clearly haven't seen the movie. Oh, you like, all right, it's okay. <laughs> so yes, a whale's vagina Comic-Con. That's what the joke was. Sorry for you uncultured swine out there. Um, Nothing. There's not really been any like interesting developments in terms of what was announced at Comic Con. There was a uh, I saw a TikTok of a young girl um, in Egypt asking, "When is the next season of uh, I first say Miracle Man? It's not Miracle Man. Moon Knight coming?" And she pans her phone over to the director of Moon Knight. He shrugged his shoulders, and then she pans it again, and it's Oscar Isaac. And he, he says, like, what else will we be doing in Cairo? And then that was the end of the clip. Oh, okay. So we didn't know season two was coming? They haven't announced it. I mean, yet. I get it. I get it, like, drumming up the anticipation. But, like, it just stopped. It just ended, like, two months ago. But the only Disney Plus show that's been announced to have a second season is Loki. Never been announced for second season. That's cool. I'm lying. What I if? Mean, I mean, if Moon Knight don't get a second season, I mean... I'm not going to cry. And I know a lot of y'all out there probably be like, Wood, Wood, Moon Knight was so great mm, to y'all. It was cool. It was cool. Uh, yeah. Rock with it. It was yeah. cool. Um, so, yeah, it's really – and um, D23, Disney's convention, is at the beginning of September. Um, Marvel announced their times for their panels. Um, and Kevin Feige basically said what we said, too. Like, yeah, I'm, this, more will be revealed there. Um they just use Comic Con as a chance. This is the main things we have coming up, so be excited for that. But D twenty three, there's be more footage, more actor reveals, because I mean, just it's Marvel shit. So yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah, so that'd be dope. Um, what the else? Sandman trailer came out. Yeah, Sandman trailer came out. I'm anticipating that. Sandman, of course, is a Neil Gaiman uh, creation. Uh, the character Lucifer from Sandman had his own show on Fox, but nothing like the comic book. Nothing so like if the comic you're really book. Really into the comic book and you want to watch the show, just be prepared because it's nothing like what Neil Gaiman wrote. Lucifer in the sh- on the Sandman show was played by, I think her name was Gwendolyn Christie. She played, um, she was what's her name in Game of Thrones, the big woman. Oh, uh, and, Cap- and Captain Phasma on Star Wars. Brienne of Tarth. Brienne of Tarth, yeah. She's playing Lucifer on the Sandman show. So that's your tell right there is nothing like the show on Fox. <laughs> um, and Neil Gaiman, he's, he's, he's come out and said before that they have the show Lucifer and the show Sandman are, are two different shows. But he hasn't gone as – he hasn't, like, bashed Lucifer. He's been saying, like, no, that's not – that Lucifer is not the character that I envisioned. The show was good. Yeah, it's just um, not the character that I created and envisioned. And I also read because a lot of people were curious because uh, – as we all know, Netflix picked up Lucifer after it got canceled on Fox and finished it. Gave it a season five and a season six. And then um, Netflix also does Lock and Key, and now they're doing Sandman. Everybody was asking, are they going to cross over? Are they in the same universe? No. 
No. They are not. They are not They're in not. the same universe, and they will not be crossing over. No. Uh, the trailer for Lock and Key Season 3 came out, and, and in the trailer it said the final season. I was like, damn. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah, I mean, everybody trying to get their little shit together, you know. I, um, fun, fun fact about Neil Gaiman, when Todd McFarlane started Image Comics with a bunch of other creators after they all left Marvel and DC, whatever, the first 12, 11 or 12 issues of, of Spawn featured uh, guest uh, writers and guest uh, illustrators. Um, issue eight and nine debuted an, an angel named Angela, and that was a Neil Gaiman creation. Um, Neil Gaiman ended up suing Todd McFarlane <laughs> because... Uh, Neil Gaiman, I guess, from what I've understood, created that character under the assumption that it was like a one-off type thing, and Todd McFarlane wasn't going to take it and pull a Marvel and make it like, oh, this is an image, this is an image comics character. And so Neil Gaiman and Todd McFarlane were locked in a legal battle about that for years, in which Neil Gaiman finally ended up winning the rights to Angela. Um, so they killed her off in Spawn, and the minute that Neil Gaiman won the rights to Angela, he sold her off to Marvel, and now she's Thor's sister. <laughs> Long lost sister. Oh man! I mean, so everybody that, got pr- everybody got price, man. As I always say, everybody got everybody price. Everybody got a price, man. Um, and Neil Gaiman probably more so in that situation probably wanted like the option. Like I'm bringing this to Utah. Like this is like a one-off thing. Don't assume that it's cool that you like just take it and do and like just keep having to pop up and shit. Like at least give me the decency to ask. Well, that is like don't pull it. We all left. The, the the big two DC and Marvel because we would create characters over there and they would you know automatically take ownership of them don't fucking do the same thing to me which don't become the shit. oppressor exactly and so since you want to play that shit <laughs> now I'm going to sell it back to Marvel I mean sell it to Marvel sue your ass <laughs> Todd McFarlane recently too came out and said that um he's still working on the Spawn movie it's going to be a hard rated R <sighs> what exactly does that I guess like Me. Deadpool or something. Oh, uh, okay, but is Jamie Foxx still a part of this? No, Jamie Foxx dropped out. He been dropped out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, it was supposed to be like Jamie Foxx and Jeremy Renner, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I I remember that. Like Jamie Foxx dropped out, like maybe for like 2019, 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That been well, happened. <laughs> he first announced that shit back in what, like 2015, 16. Yeah. We said that shit ain't gonna happen. <laughs> we yeah, said, yeah, said that. Especially when he said the budget was $10 million. That's all going to Jamie. I'm saying, nigga. Even Jamie <laughs> said, I'm taking a pay cut of two million. Nigga, you still got to pay for the special effects. Spawn is literally a soldier of hell. You can't, because Todd McFarlane's whole thing, I remember him saying, was that he was trying to approach it like a horror movie where you kind of barely see Spawn and it's just how people react to him being around. You're going to have to with that shoestring budget. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I think Clerks 3 costs more than $10 million. That shit's at a gas station. <laughs> What the hell? Oh, shit, yeah, I saw that. Oh, you can really give more clarity on this. Uh, CW announced the final season of Flash. Yes, they did. Um, in my opinion, and just in just, just my humble opinion, Flash has kind of been going down. Flash, to me, has kind of gone downhill. This is, they already on, what, season eight? It's kind of been going downhill since probably like season five, six. I didn't really like how they handled Flashpoint. That was trash. Could, I mean, um, I, could, my thing is always: could they have really done Flashpoint justice with that TV budget? Uh, I think they could to an extent because I like how they did Crisis. Um, 
Like it, they did, they handled Crisis pretty well. You could tell that most of the money went into the special effects scenes with all of them fighting and everybody <laughs> using their powers. You could clearly tell that, but you can tell that on all the shows. But uh, I don't. It just I don't know. It just it it got like Arrow. It got like it's starting to be like real mellow, dramatic, and like season eight kind of is more about Iris than it is the Flash, which I don't have an is- issue with because I love looking at Candace Patton, and I'm <laughs> with Candace Patton. Like, yeah, show me some fucking love on this set, bro. Like, I'm I'm kind of the only reason people still watching this show. Yeah. Um. And that with Arrow going off, that's the end of the. I mean, the Arrow Flash. That's the end of the Arrowverse. Yes, because uh, Arrow has been off air. Uh, Legends got canceled. Black Lightning got canceled after season four. Batwoman's gone. Batwoman's gone, and yeah, that was it. That was everybody. Damn. That was all. That was also yet and still. They still run it with Riverdale and everything that spins off from that shit. Nancy Drew got a got a show. Yeah, I heard Riverdale spin off of Nancy Drew. Riverdale done gone into the sci-fi lane now. So yeah, I ain't seen it since like maybe like season four. I don't know what season they on now. I think they on like seven, seven. I ain't watching it. Yeah, I, I fell behind on season four and was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm not gonna catch up. <laughs> <laughs> I was done, bro. I was done. It was cool though up until that. I was rocking with it up until that though. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm cool on that. CW kind of shit got a little shaky for me. I believe shit it. Um, got, it got a little too melodramatic for me. I feel that. Um, oh, so She Hulk debuts next week. Yes, it does. Is it next week? No, the tenth, seventeenth. I thought it was the seventeenth. Seventeenth. So not next okay, week. The week after next. Next week is Groot. Groot. I am Groot debuts. It's five shorts. Um, I wonder how much Vin Diesel got paid for that. Um, and then the week after is which is the She Hulk, which is instead of debuting on Wednesdays, like a uh, past Marvel show is gonna be on Thursdays. Um, Man, I gotta wait to the end of the week. Yeah, I know. When it, when it, when, it, when it was originally the trailer originally debuted, there was criticism of the CGI. Yes. And then over, of course, then as the most recent trailers come out, the CGI has gotten better. But from that, people there were rumblings of special effects teams. Oh, excuse. Me. At Marvel, different Marvel properties, projects being worked to death, basically, mm-hmm. and not being sat and leveling the criticism at the CGI on long work hours and being undercompensated. Of course, these are anonymous sources. Um, this is a nobody, nobody, you know, Timothy, Timothy Williams, they're coming out saying, Man, fuck these, fuck Marvel. This is somebody that working there that says they don't pay enough and they've worked you too long because of the timeline of movies they have to get it done at a certain time because there has been some questionable CGI um, we have to be we have to be fair and balanced here on like Fox News and say there have been some Marvel films that the CGI is kind of like Black Panther is yeah. one of them yeah, um, it, it, like you said there have been some movies where you just like mm, this ain't like phase one and two bro you're like y'all kind of was on point with that one yeah, yeah. kind um, of the the the, the, the CGI has 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 lacked in some movies, but uh, I can understand that it coming from the workers and especially the uh, visual effects workers saying that like um, with the way Marvel wants to as quick as they want to churn out these movies, like we aren't able to like really take our time and like sit down with a film and work on it the way we would like to work on it for it to be the best product. You know, they just want it done, get it done in the time in this amount of time, and that. That time frame not doesn't really allot them to take the the time 
and patience they would like. So, I mean, some things are going to falter when you want to start mass producing shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the, the showrunners of uh, She-Hulk came out and said that, you know, basically said that they stand in solidarity with anybody who feels feels a way about the work, the process of creating these shows or movies. And that, if, you know, they, if any, basically if anybody does come to them with a criticism or critique or whatever, whatever negative feelings they have, then they, they stand with them. Um, they didn't, they didn't, you know, come out and say, yeah, yeah, motherfuckers complain to it. They were just like, look, if somebody does feel a way, we, we get it. Like, it's a lot of work, um, especially trying to create an all CG character. Um, so, I mean, I granted, I think Marvel's in a very interesting place right now because Marvel has never, if you think about it, this is to me, it seems like the longest period of criticism I've ever seen Marvel have. Um, Eternals, Doctor Strange, Thor is the longest run of decent movies Marvel's ever put out. Because in the past, you'll get a decent Marvel film. The next one would just be fucking amazing. But I'd be lying to you if I said that from the Eternals to Doctor Strange to Thor, I've been like, oh shit, this is a great run again. It's like, man, these, these movies are cool. Like I mean, for me, yeah, like it, go ahead. Eternal. Eternals definitely didn't do it for me. <laughs> Eternals definitely didn't do it for me. Uh, I think I've only watched it like twice and was just like, all right, cool. Um, I expected more out of Doctor Strange too. Why? I don't know. Um, I Thor wasn't bad. I see the criticisms about Thor. It's too funny. It was just too brightly colored. I'm like, mm, y'all love that in the last one. But yeah, now Ragnarok was sudden, the same. That's, too. That's, that's a horrible criticism. But okay, but... Um, it was decent at best. Like it didn't, it didn't blow me away. Um, but like, yeah, I would say this has probably been the, like you said, the longest stretch of criticism, like of consistent criticism about Marvel films, with the exception of Shang Chi. Shang Chi was good, yeah. Um, so there was even criticism about uh, Black Widow. Black, I mean, some CGI in that movie looked bad too. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I, it was people said it was some CGI and Black Panther that looked bad, and I it went was. back and watched it. Was like, yeah, all right, I see what y'all saying. Black Panther was saved by the story. The story is what made people kind of look past the decent CGI. Um, I think it, it's a combination of um, constructive criticism, and it's also just a combination of just Marvel just been on top for so long. People start finding things and nitpick at. Um. Zack Snyder is somebody who, in my opinion, really utilizes CGI well. Um, it makes it look more or less seamless in his movies. The problem is that most of his movies suck. So if I had to choose between great CGI and a great story, I'm picking a great story. So yes, Black Panther has some questionable CGI, but the story was fucking amazing. Um, She-Hulk might not have the best CGI for all the episodes, but if the story is fucking fantastic, I mean, I'll be all right. Once again, I am a in fresh as well. We are children of the '90s. No matter what special effects look like now, they look way better than they did back in '97, '98. Boy, <laughs> so I'm fine. <laughs> I know you like. I get it now. Technology is advanced. You're right; it has. But if you handed me a flip phone right now, I'd still use it if I had no other choice. I'm not gonna be like, oh, oh this is beneath me. I'm like, oh, well, that's all I got. Make it work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. Like in the case of uh, of like a She Hulk, like that is like tough. Like you said, that's tough to do. Like with an all CGI character, like the Hulk, 
Like, if it's some inconsistencies, like if Hulk pop up in an Avengers movie, like, I'm not going to be mad at that. Like, yeah. like you said, as long as the story is good and it makes sense, I'm cool with that. I can get over, like, some some inconsistent CGI throughout the movie. Now, if it's just poor, if she's just poor looking the entire show, then, yeah, I'm, you might hear some gripes out of me. But I doubt it's just, like, trash looking the entire show. And some of y'all, I just think, want to complain because, like, my, my co-host said, that Marvel has been on top for a while, and y'all think y'all can do better. Yeah. And I think that's really where it comes in, that y'all feel like things should go one way, and Marvel is choosing to do them the way that they want to do them. And y'all just not y'all just not rocking with that, so y'all find shit to be mad about. That uh, Yeah. Everything you just said, and entitlement, I think. It's just, you know, we're, we've been fans this long, and weeks. Because if you set the ball with Endgame, it needs to always be that high. Endgame was a culmination of 10 years' worth of stories. So, like, of course, if, in, if Endgame is fucking amazing, which it was, then it's kind of hard to reach that plateau again without having all those characters involved in something. Um, and it, it, Marvel is also doing what it, it did with the Guardians. They're starting to venture into characters that most of y'all niggas don't know about. So, what cared about? Exactly. Y'all can't, y'all can't name me one Shang-Chi story, but y'all went out and saw the movie, thank God. Um, so, it to have that criticism... You know, like I said, it's, I get it, but some of it, yeah, it's just, like I said, entitlement and people think they can do better. Um, but, hey, look, whatever. Um, also, in more in final, final news, uh, Star Wars Andor has moved to a release date of September 21st, which I'm not mad at because when they announced the original release date for it and the release date for She-Hulk, I'm like, they have no faith in She-Hulk because, boy... <laughs> Cause they did the same thing to Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel came on almost the same time as Obi Wan. I said they have no faith in this show because Obi Wan's going <laughs> to smash this shit. And sure it's enough, it filler. did. It's a filler piece. Exactly, but they, you know, Disney finally, you know, came in like, now nah, we're going to separate these two. Andor will have its time, and She Hulk's going to have its time. So Andor is also confirmed to be two seasons, which makes sense because if you know who Andor is, he was in Rogue One originally, and he got blown up at the end of it. So I do not expect him to have a lot of seasons. Granted, you can make a lot of seasons off a character that's dead. Darth Vader, clearly, Obi-Wan. Um, I mean, there's a whole fucking prequel series television show about Obi-Wan and Anakin's adventures. But those but, are also, like, staple characters. Yeah, true. That's kind of the, that the, the whole mythos of the franchise kind of re- uh, evolves around. Very true. And or not really that. Yeah, you're not really that. I, I mean, I'd be lying to you if I said I care. Past <laughs> I mean, I'm going to definitely watch. Oh, I'm going to watch. But I'm just saying, like, I need. I, I see two seasons is enough for me for you to tell me what he was doing that led up to Rogue One. I don't need to know about, you gotcha, know, his gotcha, his, gotcha, his gotcha, years gotcha. trying to figure shit out. And it looks like the show is going to be about leading up to him. But the only thing about them confirming that it's two seasons lets me know that this first season wasn't going to go into Rogue One, which I kind of assumed it would, but. I mean, it's, it's going to end with him still having adventures and shit and him riding off right. to the sunset. But yeah. <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> Shout out to the lady that plays Mon Matha because uh, she's been playing Mon Matha since episode three. She was supposed to be in episode three. They cut her scene and then they brought her back for uh Clone Wars show. They brought her back for Rogue One. She's doing something else too. But now she's going to be on Andor. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Hey, man, look. Jimmy Smith still pops up, so. <laughs> and we all know uh, Bill Organa died. Facts. Fun fact, another fun fact. This is more personal. 
when me and Fred saw Rogue One and that scene when Bail Organa's like, oh, I'm, I, this, is not, this is not exactly what he said, but something along the lines of, oh, I'll see you guys later. Fred said, no, you won't. No, you won't. <laughs> That's not, not how this goes, Playboy. <laughs> you never coming back, bro. We're going to get to see you no more after this, my guy. But lo and behold, lo your and story. behold, who popped up in Obi-Wan? Nigga, your Jimmy story Smith. ends in a few hours, bro. This is as far as you go. They about to blow your, they about to get your daughter and blow your shit up, nigga. They blow all your shit up. Literally all your shit. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I'm excited for Andor. Um, all the sets apparently on Andor were built practically. They're not using the uh, that new technology they have where they put these big ass screens up around the sets and they broadcast what everything looks like so the actors know what they're, what they're actually walking through. Uh, but they said the sets on Andor are practical. I'm... We've talked about this in regards to Star Wars. I have faith in this show mainly because it's not, it doesn't seem like it's going to be too much force wielding people around it. And we've said that the more Jedi usually pop up, the the whacker the story is because Jedi is a bunch of just storytelling device they use to explain shit that doesn't make no damn sense. Oh, these characters about to fall off a cliff. Jedi's there. He got them. Like, come on, bro. Or the Jedi, you know, they can use the force and leap up, leap tall buildings in a single bound. Like, nigga, what? <laughs> all right, fam. All right, bro. All right, now these niggas is Superman. But cool. <laughs> Facts. So I, I think this is going to be... Because it's like Rogue One didn't have any really force-wielding people except for Darth Vader at the end. Um, I remember when Rogue One came out and people were like, didn't somebody say, like, who's going to who's gonna beat Darth Vader in this movie? I said, nobody, nigga. What you <laughs> Who the fuck got a lightsaber in this? <laughs> the hell? He's not gonna. Who was gonna stop him? I also have heard recent criticisms about Rogue One, like people saying that they didn't like it, and I'm trying to figure out well, we watching the same movie because that Man. shit was beautiful. I would argue. Nah, I can't. Last Jedi still the best out of the most recent one. Rogue One is right there with it though. Rogue One to me was a masterpiece. Like I thought that was a beautiful movie. Like and people talk about, oh, I didn't really care for it. Nah, that's because y'all was expecting to see Jedi flow flying around all through the shit and didn't understand what the fucking story was. That's exactly. How that was. <laughs> nigga, all the Jedi were either dead and hot. Nigga, they went. Did you see how destitute Obi Wan was? What the fuck you think gonna happen in this movie? <laughs> Obi Wan was going through it in that first episode. That nigga was working for minimum wage, <laughs> didn't shave, getting robbed from Jawas. Nigga, what Jedi do you think gonna pop up in Rogue One? <laughs> He was cutting slithers of meat from the fact from the assembly line he was working on and taking it to just to feed just to feed a little animal. That wasn't even for him. Exactly. This nigga was going through it in that. What you think who would think will pop up in row one? Hell another Jedi popped up talking <laughs> trying to get some help and Obi-Wan like, hey yo, bro, you gotta bounce. <laughs> I don't know who you talking about. You're Obi-Wan. No, I'm not. <laughs> hey, Obi-Wan told him, hey yo, take that lightsaber, go bury that shit in the desert somewhere, bro. You gotta get from around these parts, bro. You gotta move around with all that. Facts. He um but yeah, no, Rogue One's also one of the movies that, because they went through massive reshoots and uh, script changes, and when that you know when the news about that got out, everybody's like, oh, "It's gonna be trash! It's gonna be trash! It was, reshoots me trash!" Like, bro, every movie goes through reshoots. Like, shit changes, script changes. You you, you film something, you realize, "Hey, this don't flow the way I thought," and you change it up, and and whatever change they made to Rogue One made the movie better because the movie was great. Yeah, yeah. And people also, you know, they actually went the route of. They killed everybody. Cause remember, I remember us going into we like these niggas finna live. Cause Star Wars don't really kill people like that. Shit, everybody in there died. Shit, everybody died, nigga. Nigga, if you really like pay attention, they wiped out not just the main character. They wiped out an entire squadron. Cause Blue Squadron was was in there. And I guess if you said in, in, in a New Hope, the reason why there's no what Blue Squadron insignia is because they all got wiped out in Rogue One. I think it was only like gold, red, and gold squad in in in, in, in uh, New Hope. There's no more Blue Squadron. 
It be like that sometimes when you fight in a war, man. That's yeah, because that's, that's, that's how it go. <laughs> yeah, every, yeah, everybody. The only people that movie that lived are people that made it to New Hope, like Tarkin and Vader and Leia. <laughs> so that's the only people that made it to the next movie. So Bale dies the next movie. So we got a lot of dark death in it. <laughs> Speaking of dark and death. Woo! All main, right, we're here. The, yep, the main topic. So since we started this podcast seven years ago, we've been gone for like five, but you know, um, we have been very vocal about the many fuck ups that Warner Brothers has done in regards to DC. Um, when we started the podcast, DC was trying to get its multiverse together. Um, it was before Batman vs. Superman came out, which was supposed to be the crown jewel that started off everything, the Snyderverse. Mm-hmm. There was at that time we thought there was two Justice League movies coming. Um, there was a Batman movie with Ben Affleck. We were like, you know, maybe Warner Brothers finally has got its shit together. It was looking very promising. Promising. Arrowverse at that time was, from what you said, you've told me, was still a decent show, even though it was imitating Batman. Um, it was. <laughs> That's crazy. Best Batman show with no Batman. Yeah, that part. <laughs> So you know there was there was a, we were we were critical, only because when me and Fresh started the podcast and we me and Fresh are just like this as people we actually like kind of bury our heads in books and information about what we're talking about. So we started noticing patterns that Warner Brothers is kind of just freestyling this shit. Like Marvel is literally plan- Kevin Feige was saying till he blew in the face. This shit has been planned out for years. Like we know. When this when this multiverse saga is over, we know exactly where we're going next. Um, Kevin Feige famously said one time that when he was creating the MCU, he had a picture of the first issue of Avengers on it, and that's how he would mark off who gets the movie next, who's on the cover of this comic book. We started me and Fresh Research Warner Brothers. We said, okay, y'all seem to have it together, but this is some, this is, this is some questionable shit going on behind closed doors. Boy, questionable is an understatement. So fast forward... Seven years later, and unfortunately, as many of you probably know, Warner Brothers still does not have their shit together. Still, like, fuck throwing shit at the wall, seeing if it sticks. I think they're just in there just throwing shit now. They just got diarrhea. That shit ain't nothing sticking. Um, it's just flying out their ass. Uh, we've mentioned it before on the most recent episode of those damn comic guys that clearly Warner Brothers doesn't know what the fuck to do with the Flash movie because Ezra Miller done lost his goddamn mind and is beating people up across the world. Um, and the fact that this past Comic Con, the only thing they really talked about was sh- sh- not just sh- well, yeah, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and Black Adam mm-hmm. was another sign that you niggas don't know what's going on because you would think that Warner Brothers would at least come out with a slate like this is what we got coming. Like Aquaman's coming up next. Got another trailer for that. Let's bring Michael Keaton out here because we clearly don't want people. We don't want to keep reminding y'all Ezra Miller's still a thing. Um, let's announce some other movies we got coming up. At Comic Con, when the Rocks he hosted the DC, he, he well he opened the DC a panel. Uh, somebody asked him, "Is he going to battle Superman?" People thought he was going to be like, "Yeah, I'm going to battle him. I'm going to beat his ass." Rock was like, "Well, it depends who's playing Superman," which lets me know, okay, now you, what a brother. I thought so. Henry Cavill ain't coming back. So yeah, yeah. That's, so that was up in there. So that I think that let most people know mm, that's no longer up in the air. Mm, Henry more than likely is not coming. back. He's not coming back because there were rumors that he was going to come back in like a Iron Man capacity where he just pops up in movies not have his own movie but pop up in shit like Iron Man in that last phase of Marvel mm-hmm. um, so now the news has come up this week 
from a magazine called The Rap saying that Warner Brothers, it's now Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh, they bought the Discovery Channel, so it's Warner Brothers Discovery. They have canceled, they are canceling are getting rid of a lot of titles related to the HBO brand. Uh, Warner Brothers owns HBO. Um, the movie The Witches, the remake with Anne Hathaway was taken off streaming services. Uh, they canceled a, a cartoon involving Ellen that was coming out that apparently already shot all its shows and seasons. That's also maybe because Ellen is just not having the best time of her life. Um, but the, And then they canceled a Scooby-Doo movie that was coming out called Haunt, of the Scooby-Doo film, which also was completed. But the and biggest Scooby news Doo is the cancellation. Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo didn't even make the cut. Yeah, I'm saying Scooby Doo's a, a staple in history at this point. But the biggest news was that the Batgirl movie, which was uh, supposed to drop next year, which is apparently done filming and in the final processes of being finished, was canceled as well. So that it could be a tax write-off for Warner Brothers. The uh, the rumors were that Warner Brothers felt like there wasn't a way for them. They didn't want to spend the money that it would take to market the film and that there wasn't kind of like the audience wasn't there. They didn't have faith that they could put it out and make the money back, which I mean, you can tell me if I'm wrong. Maybe you know better than I do. I've never known a movie to be fully finished. I mean, they said the movie cost $90 million, but to be fully finished, almost ready to come out and then just not come out. Like they said, there's no, there's no pathway to being released. Not on HBO max or theaters. The only movie that comes to mind especially on in this realm is Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. But you can watch that on YouTube. So yeah, it's on YouTube. I'm not really sure if like I think at some point like Roger Corman got the money together to release the movie after the studio like just was like we're not going to release this. I think he put it out himself independently. But I was shocked cuz I was like wow, y'all really spent all that money like casting people, paying people, paying a whole film crew a director shooting this movie for months and then just saying, yo, we're not doing this shit. <laughs> we're not even going to put it on the platform. It's not getting a theatrical release. Like, as, as far as they hold excuses, they don't have, they didn't think the audience was there. That kind of tells me that y'all kind of, y'all a little tone deaf at Warner Brothers because I think people were looking forward to that movie or at least was curious to see, like, the direction that it was going. Wasn't it supposed to be directed by Joss Whedon? Was it Bad Girl? Yeah. No, no, it was directed by uh, a directing duo. The Bat, Bat Girl in the 90s was supposed to be directed by Josh Whedon, but it never came out. Well, okay, I got my wife. Josh Whedon didn't get no work after that shit he went through with Justice League and talking <laughs> shit to Gail Gadot and all that. He's one brother ain't fucking with Josh Whedon no more. <laughs> well, I got my well, I got my wife crossed. But um, I, I think the audience was there. Now, would it have made profit or broke even? That I can't, that I can't, I can't speak for. But I think the audience was there to sit down and at least watch it out of like a sense of curiosity. Like, uh, let's see how they did with this. But I mean, I guess we'll never know now. To me, okay, before I even touch on your, was the audience there part? To me, the biggest draw was the fact Michael Keaton was coming back again as Batman. Yes, well, for sure, the biggest draw. So the fact they said, nah, that's not good enough still for us to put this out. I'm like, damn, is this movie just trash? Or y'all really trying to like write off some... But from what I'm hearing from another similar article was that Warner Brothers Discovery is trying to condense more of their IP and not just have, I guess, not have shit all over the damn place, like in terms of reality shows, scripted shows, 
Because I love HBO Max. To me, HBO Max is the best streaming service out there. But it, there is a sense of everything's kind of just, it's kind of hard to navigate. It's it's not all, you know, some streaming services have stuff broken down by certain categories and it's this, that, and third. Or you can tell what direction they're going in. Like Netflix clearly is going into the original content lane. Mm-hmm. Netflix doesn't really highlight like, oh, we got, you know, Seinfeld. You know, but it's not like, no, we, we just put out the, the gray man for $100 million with Ryan Gosling. Unless you, you, like, read the emails that they randomly send you that lets you know what's on the uh, service at that time. But that's, like, the only... But like you said, like, when they really do a whole rollout, like, for Gray Man, Gray Man was fucking everywhere. Yeah. Which wasn't a bad movie, by the way. I watched it. It was not. I I rock with douchey Captain America. (laughs) I said, he gonna remind y'all niggas that I'm not Captain America anymore. As soon as he lost that role, he started growing that stash out. Every role he done got, he got a mustache. But, um... So I get HBO's approach in that sense of trying to say, look, we're trying to make, in order to continue to rise as a brand streaming and movies, we have to kind of streamline more of this stuff. Um, and we can't be dependent on HBO show original programming and us getting, you know, movie series and shit to, we have to, but like I said, to cancel Bad Girl, that's fucking why, because you already are dealing with the universe that's all over the goddamn place. Um like y'all brought back Zack Snyder because he, the bots were running, and you had y'all convinced that the Snyder ver, uh, version of Justice League needed to happen. Y'all brought him back only to say what well, the Snyder version did. But then Ben Affleck pops up; is going to pop up again in Aquaman. So my thing is, and people have been asking this online: Did y'all really just cancel Bad Girl because y'all want to bring Ben Affleck back? Is that what y'all really are trying to do here? Because he, for somebody, you said I think you said last show for a motherfucker who said he didn't want nothing to do with Batman, you sure are popping up a lot being Batman again. So I'm like, what is, what's the goal here? I'll say this and I'll let you jump in because I really want to hear your thoughts on this. So apparently the one of the man now that Warner Brothers has put in charge of DC is a man, I forgot his name, but he, he was also like number two to Kevin Feige at Marvel. So he helped craft the first three phases of Marvel with Kevin Feige. And now they're saying he's a DC, Warner Brothers DC. Help him put that together. So I wonder if he came in and was like, yeah, I need to clean all this shit up. Like, y'all need to, because he probably saw, like most of us would, that y'all don't have no clear direction. Y'all just putting out shit. And, he, and of course, if anybody who pays attention, like we do, knows Marvel was successful because all of it fucking connected. Wasn't no like, oh, we're going to make an Iron Man, Thor, Hulk movie, and then we're going to put a, you know, uh, fucking Guardians of the Galaxy off to the side in another universe that has nothing to do with this one. Like DC's doing with Joker and, and the Batman. Like, nigga, okay. I was about to say, looking at you, Joker. <laughs> and the Batman. Which The Batman was a great movie, but they made it clear, very clear. This had nothing to do with the other DCEU. Yeah. Um, that's interesting news to know. I did not know that. Um, But I am willing to bet that that gentleman got over to Warner Brothers DC. And probably looked at the slate of things and probably looked at it and was like, we can, like, you all can do this, but yeah, all of this has to be, like, y'all got to do away with all of this. All of this can't come out. Like, we got to get some cohesion here. And they probably, he probably went in and told him the reason why the MCU worked is because Kevin Feige had been sitting down and planning this out and working on this for a very long time. And I think DC still wants to do that. I think they still want to connect it cinematic universe because they see how successful that it is with Marvel. 
And I think they feel like, yeah, well, we have these great characters here in D.C. Let's really do something with them. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like, we were was supposed to get this before, as people love to remind you before when Batman versus Superman came out. That DC, you know, before you know, they were supposed to have all of this connected, and you know, Nicholas Cage was supposed to be Superman, and you know, was supposed and, Ke- and Keaton's Batman was supposed to be. Yeah, we, you know, they tried to they continuously tried to feed us that, but like our whole retort was, well, don't tell me about what was supposed to happen. We, we worried about what's happening right now, and right now, one of the brothers DC can't get their shit together, and it looked like they still can't get their shit together. So maybe the gentleman coming over who was secondhand to Feige. I'm willing to bet he came in there and was like, "Nah, this not gonna be it, bro. This, this, yeah. this is this is this is not gonna be it." And he probably looked at some things like, "This can be salvaged. This, all of this can be salvaged with this and this, but everything else, like if none of this else, if none of this other shit y'all have going on is going to connect, then it's not needed. And if Batgirl wasn't going to connect, he probably looked at it and was like, "Well, we don't really need that." Like it's no point in that. It's no point in having that movie. So like, just do that as a tax write-off. Get that out the way. Like, sorry, it's not coming out, but like, it is what it is. Yeah, because the question of where does all this go? Once again, even I don't give a shit about Shang Chi. I didn't give a shit about the Eternals. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't really give a shit about She Hulk. But the reason why I can't turn away is because I we all know that at some point all this connects. Um. DC, y'all don't know if the Snyderverse is still is still going because Aquaman and Wonder Woman and Bat 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 Affleck are part of the Snyderverse. But then on the other hand, y'all got Rob Pattinson's Batman. So y'all are in a weird position to where the Batman and the Joker have to happen because they were financially successful, but they don't connect to the bigger the bigger um the bigger picture. Bro, if I don't say Aquaman, I won't give a shit. Cause what does it lead to? What's gonna happen? What? Like, if they said, like, look, if they would have came to Comic-Con or whenever Warner Brothers has his stockholders meeting and they say, look, we finally found a pathway forward with all these movies. This is all going to go into an inf- in- in- a crisis on infinite Earth. This is where all this is going. Then I'd be like, okay, now I can kind of maybe, now I feel like I kind of got to start watching these because this, this is where all this is going. But like I said, y'all, because y'all, y'all are doing this movie Flashpoint, but clearly y'all don't want Ezra Miller around no goddamn more, so that don't lead to shit. Um... Well, I want to back up a little bit. I'm going to get to Flash and Flashpoint and everything else. Uh, you mentioned that online, like, the running theory is, like, did they bring Ben Affleck back? Did they get rid of Batgirl just to bring Ben Affleck back? Was he supposed to pop up in that movie? Uh, No. Not that I know of. Um, okay. if, he, if he was, I'm pretty sure it's going to come out pretty soon because the directors have no obligation to shut the fuck up. Um, I would. I'd be like, bro, this is what the whole story was. But, um... As far as I know, he's only in Flashpoint and Aquaman, too. All right, got you. I don't know. That's I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that's a far fetched theory. I can definitely see Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers DC doing that. But I don't see the point in like doing away with the whole movie if you're gonna bring Ben Affleck back. If you're gonna bring Ben Affleck back and you want to continue this whole Snyderverse and this DCEU, then like, all right, now. Back to what you was just saying. If all of this is leading, I would feel more, I guess, comfortable about all this if it was, if like you said, they came out at the stockholders meeting and said, "Boom, crisis on infinite Earth. This is where this is heading." 
this is what this is this is what we're going to do. This is the reason why the Joker we make we had the Joker movie. This is the reason why we have Robert Pattinson being Batman. This is why we're still trucking forward with these movies from the Snyderverse. That would make more sense to me because now now I'm curious like hmm, all right, how y'all gonna play this shit out? Yeah, like how y'all gonna how y'all, like who which Batman is going away? Which Batman is going to be the Batman? Like how y'all going? How are y'all going to do this? But I feel like if that's the plan, Batgirl could have still stayed, and so could the Wonder Twins. But I understand about canceling the Wonder Twins. I, and the Wonder Twins. I don't think it, I don't think it started filming yet. But I don't know. Um, I don't think it had started filming yet. I should say. Uh, as for Flashpoint, I think that's what the movie is for. I think Flashpoint. When I saw this theory online, like Flashpoint is only going to serve the purpose of to erase everything that was done before and whatever comes after Flashpoint is the result of Flashpoint and you're just going to in Flashpoint you're just going to truck along because now this is what you know yeah because time now the timeline has been changed this is now the the DC Warner Brothers DC Universe that's what it is nobody's going to know that they're in Flash they've been through a Flashpoint because that's just how Flashpoint works. The history you, the history and the memories you now know are the history and the memories that you have always known. I think that's what Flashpoint serves as. Serves as, they clearly just don't know how to roll that out because like you said, Ezra, Ezra, Ezra Miller is running around the world whooping people's ass. So. <laughs> I don't think they know exactly how, I think they are trying to figure out a way to roll that out without mentioning, making any mention of Ezra Miller yeah. or having him anywhere near the press. That's gonna be an interesting um, uh, marketing and press run because <laughs> they have to start a movie nowhere near the, on the press run. Yeah, because do you, do you if you were Warner Brothers executive and say, okay, clear this movie's coming out because you can't. I don't know, man. Warner Brothers canceled Bad Girl. I, I, would we be surprised if they canceled Flash? No, I would not. I'm actually surprised that like they haven't yet to cancel it. To be honest with you, like after been- all all the years that this movie was supposed to come out, the director changes, and then now Ezra Miller and all his legal issues. I'm surprised that they're still like even letting us linger with the thought that this movie is coming out, and they haven't come out right out and say, "Yeah, you know what? Cut all of this shit. Tear all of it. Tear all of this shit down. We're not gonna knock all this shit over." I'm like shocked that Warner Brothers hasn't like made that call yet. That's just, yeah. That, if it which comes is out, wild. I think that's what's going to happen. Which is wild because I just feel like if that was Marvel, we just would never hear about the movie, you know. Um, because Marvel made the mistake years ago, you know, announcing like, "Oh, we're doing an Inhumans movie," and then it didn't happen. And uh, what else they announced that never happened? Um, I think that's really it. Um, I think so. Yeah, and they, Inhumans didn't pan out the way that they wanted it to. So, like, they just had to. Just not make any more mention of them. <laughs> so, and that, yeah, they got the rights back to X Men. Like, we definitely need you niggas no more. Um, Once again, we do not need the poor man's X Men. <laughs> we don't need don't, the great value X Men if we got X Men. I think you do Flashpoint because, like you said, it has that is the perfect story to reset everything. And that's what it does. That's literally what it did in the animated universe. Yeah. Literally, after Flashpoint is when you got a whole new role of uh, voice actors, um, new new stories. Like it's literally what it did in their animated universe. So why not do it in their movie universe, a live action universe? 
literally what the story does. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. It's just like Marvel with the multiverse, like the <laughs> universe that everything that comes after the, the after uh Secret Wars. This is now what it is. Don't ask about that character because now this is who it is. Don't quit crying about T'Challa being uh, recasted because now he's being recasted. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I just don't know if that's what they're doing for sure at Warner Brothers because who the hell knows? I don't think Warner Brothers knows what the hell they're doing. Yeah, I, and I don't envy whoever has to look at that and be like, like where is all this going? Um, Because like I said, you can say what you want about Marvel movies right now not ha- having the best critical run, but they still, they're either going to make $150, $200 million just off anticipation. Um, the theater is still going to be packed out because people want to see, like, what you know, what's going on with this story and where does it lead to. But like I said, you know, Aquaman comes out and it's like, mm, whatever. Like, like, even Wonder Woman, too. Like, where's this, where's this go? Um, you clearly can't put the same Justice League together because Ezra, Ezra Miller is going to probably be gone. We don't know if Ben Affleck is back for good. Henry Cavill, we don't know if he's back for good. And uh, old boy Cyborg. Um, oh, I forgot his what's name. What's his name? Ray Fisher. He's never coming back. So Yeah, so like now you have to – Flashpoint is the best way to do this, man. That way you can get rid of Ezra Miller. You can explain why there's a new Cyborg. If you bring back Cyborg, you can explain why now Martian Manhunter is there instead of Cyborg. Like it's the best that's, – that's the only reason I see them for releasing that movie, as if they still are trying to put together – this cinematic universe because you have to have a to me because marvel has set the tone you if you're a comic book property you have to have a shared universe people ask from shared universe from stuff that doesn't have shared universe they're like they should do a horror movie shared universe like all the you know slashers like freddy yeah i I remember they was trying the universal was trying to do that like the whole the monster monster universe universe, and i was like huh i was like all right y'all all right fam y'all got it yeah that, that wasn't that wasn't necessary so just, but they did it. Who who put out King Kong and uh, Godzilla? Universe, legendary. But like, yeah, and they did. They created this whole universe around them, like with Monarch and uh, Godzilla, and then Godzilla, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and then Hulk Skull Island, and then Godzilla versus King Kong. I said Hulk versus Hulk Skull Island. I mean King Kong Skull Island. It was Kong Skull Island, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the hell fucking movie? <laughs> but, like, even they, like, connected all the movies together to tell a singular story. So, like, yeah, I, I think, like you said, if you have these pop culture franchises, like, now, like, Marvel has shown that, like, yeah, it sells, it works. If it's done right, you can make the money. But I don't think everything needs to share universe. And Sony, I'm cursing y'all out because y'all really fucked up Valiant. Like already off top, y'all only put out one movie. You, yeah, facts. Because I, I still stand by that. Um, at some point, when the Marvel and DC train kind of loses steam, the independent properties are going to rise. But the only thing about those is that you, it's hard to create a shared universe because independent properties are usually just one title. That is. Um, yeah, you couldn't do like Valiant, Exo Man of War. Ninjak and Bloodshot don't interact with yeah. each other. They're they're, they're so, on the same uh, comic company, but they're not. Yeah, like Image. Yeah, image. There's a there's a Spawn shared universe, but that's as far as that goes. Nobody else on Image, which includes like Walking Dead and Paper Girls and all that. They're not. They're not all on the same 
They that would be wild for them trying to connect all of that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but with DC, DC, you have to have a shared universe. Um, like you mentioned, the bon- the, uh, the Titans is called, I guess, the Titans universe with Godzilla and King Kong. Um, that works because Legendary sat down and said, this is how these movies are going to connect. Mm-hmm. And also that the central characters in these films are Godzilla and King Kong. You know, we can throw in everybody else, Mothra, the Rodans, and King of Doors, but at the end of the day, King Kong and Godzilla connect all of this. Um, and I remember when the Kong Skull Island came out, it was like in the 70s, and they were saying, this movie's connected to Godzilla. I'm like, well, Godzilla's modern. How are they going to make that do? Come to find out King Kong just doesn't fucking age. Um, I mean, it, he did, but he just aged kind of slow. Yeah, aged kind of slow. So Warner Brothers and DC have to have a similar plan. Like what? And I'm assuming they're sitting down doing having those talks now, but you ha- you have to really look at this and say, how did this all connect? Okay, we can't stop doing the Batman and Robert Pattinson because of that movie made money. We can't stop doing the Joker, obviously, because it made money and is Oscar Oscar award winning. But still, at some point, this all has to. And that, you know, they've tried to loosely do it, but it just it's dead obvious that there's no long term plan. Because you have James Gunn come in and do the Suicide Squad movie too. The Suicide, not Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad. And it barely connects to the first one. And what's even funnier is that that movie barely made any money. So as much shit y'all talked about the first Suicide Squad, the first one made more money than the second one. Also, that's when HBO was still playing with that whole uh, theatrical window release uh, formula where they put a movie out for like a week and then it'd be on HBO Max. Um... But yeah, Warner, it's just Warner Brothers. I don't know. It's just it's sad that, like I said, seven years later, we're still having this fucking conversation about them getting their shit together. And it's sad that y'all are a company who have had the rights to these characters for over fifty years now, and y'all still can't get this shit right, bro. And you know, for a long time, what was DC fans think? Well, DC got uh, Marvel be on animation. I said, I'm Marvel on that ass. You let Spider Man a freshman year and X Men '97 be good. Then what y'all gonna yeah. do? Yeah. 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 And even and and then and then you know people say you know DC got Marvel on the TV shows, and Marvel on that ass man. See? Marvel's on that ass. DC Marvel didn't give Marvel. didn't didn't give him no fight. Marvel on that ass man. Like all y'all, all DC really had was Arrowverse, and then like that's <laughs> after the after the next season of Flash, like that's done. And then like I said, I was I think I said last week. Like, Titans, y'all pissing me off, bro. And you've seen more of the Arrowverse than I have by far. Is any show on the Arrowverse better than Loki? No. See? And at least Loki introduces the next big bad from Marvel. She's like, okay, see how all this connects? What the fuck does Arrowverse connect to? Acting and story-wise, no, there is no Arrowverse show better than Loki. The closest one I would give you is Arrow. See, the closest one, yeah. The Arrow by far was the best in the crown jewel of the Arrowverse, hence Arrowverse. But like, yeah, that was the closest I'll give you. And then maybe early seasons of Flash, and then Black Lightning. Them other ones are just goofy as fuck. Man, see, man. I don't even know if they still doing uh Star Girl. I don't think Star Girl was part of the Arrowverse either. But that sucks too. I just, I, I, once again, like we said before, we say it a million times, I'm hoping, hoping for the best from Warner Brothers DC. I don't have faith. Um, I want them to get it right. Same. I, but I just don't. I, I don't know. 
I don't know. I, my, yeah, my faith is is real light in the pockets <laughs> for them. That part. But I want them to get, as a comic book fan and, a, and as a fan of all this, I want them to get it right because it, it would be amazing. Like, I was hyped to see Justice League, and then I saw Justice League, and then was like, damn, how y'all fuck up, like, the first, like, superhero team? Like, how y'all fuck this up? It's like, it's the Justice League. How do y'all fuck this up, bro? Like, how did y'all fuck up Batman and Superman? Like, it's Batman. It's the first two superheroes. How did y'all drop the ball on that? That's how, that's just like, I'm just like, bro, y'all can't get this shit right. I've got a little faith in the other motherfuckers y'all got over there. <laughs> like, you can't get Batman right. Yeah, when... You announced a Wonder Twins. Now I'm looking like, the fuck you announced this shit for? I don't want to watch no Wonder Twins movie. That's what I'm saying. Like, what, what meeting were y'all in? Y'all said, that, we got to get Wonder Twins movie. Are you serious? Like, I I'm, he, I'm I heard that, like, it was supposed to be, like, a spoof, very spoof-like movie. But even then, like, my faith kind of wanes in that if y'all can't get back. If y'all got a hard time getting Batman right, y'all got a hard time getting, the guy, like, the DC mascot right. <laughs> Man. Like y'all had a hard time getting Justice League right. I don't really have faith in anything else you do. Wonder Woman two was man, that was trash. I watched that the other day and it was like that God, was a horrible fucking movie. God, bro, what is up? What is up with this? <laughs> this shit is this ain't it, bro. Um, I apparent- watched that movie for two hours and laughed the entire two hours. And I'm gonna say this and we can run up out of here. Apparently, a documentary filmmaker named Leslie I. IWorks recently asked to license clips from Zack Snyder's Justice League for a film on DC's history. One of Brothers Discovery reportedly told her there's only one Justice League film and referred to the 2017 version. So why y'all you put the shit out then? That's what I'm saying. What you do it for? You gonna do it and then act like it ain't exist? Alright, man. Look, see, only thing Warner Brothers has done right so far is the Milestone Generations documentary that is on HBO Max. It was greatly done. My only gripe, my only gripe with it, and I understand why they did it, but they started like the history of black comic book characters with like Black Lightning in like 1973, and I'm like, yo, wait, hold up, y'all missed like a whole half a decade. <laughs> like Black Panther came out in '66, bro. That's what? Like y'all just starting up here. I get it. Milestones under the DC umbrella, and we talking about, but if we talking about represent black representation in comic books, like. Let's be real and truthful about it. Like, don't just skip up to make yourselves look like the good guys. Like, fam, Stanley and Jack Kirby beat y'all to the punch well before the end. Yeah. It... So, I think the only Marvel character they mentioned in passing, uh, they mentioned Deathlock. And they mentioned him so quick, it made you think, like, wait, isn't he a Marvel character? And I was like, "That's Deathlock's not a... DC character, that was it. And then I was like, it was no mention of Falcon. It was no mention of Storm. It was no mention of Black Panther. And I was like, yeah, this, the rest of this is great, but y'all some hoes, DC. <laughs> <laughs> y'all some hoes. <laughs> then uh, apparently Michael Keaton filmed a scene for Aquaman 2, but test audiences found it confusing, so it's likely that Ben Affleck replaced him in those scenes because of that. They found it confusing. Well, I mean, I would say this. I get when because was supposed to come out? we're Batman fans and we we get it, but there's no pre-context for him to be in that movie. So I'm pretty sure they were like, wait, what? What's he, what? what? Is this after Flashpoint? Like, what? 
That's and that's what I'm that's what I'm asking. Like, when was Flash? When is the Flash movie supposed to come out? Is that supposed to come out before Aquaman or after Aquaman? Because that makes the difference. Facts. Because if like when you have Michael Keaton in that, and then like I said, Flashpoint like this movie happens and Flashpoint happens. Now it makes sense for him to be an Aquaman if Aquaman is coming after that. But if we don't know when the fuck this shit is coming out, and if y'all gonna release that movie after Aquaman, which would just be stupid as fucking, and whoever came up with that idea needs to be fucking fired. But, like, yeah, bro, y'all gotta get some context. <laughs> y'all gotta get that shit together, Warner Brothers. And it seems like Supergirl is gonna be canceled as well. The show? Oh, the movie. The movie. I'm about to say the show been canceled. Because <laughs> Supergirl, I know she plays Supergirl's supposed to be in the Flashpoint film. Um, that yeah, she's supposed to be. The, it came out that she's uh, that somebody tweeted that the fight scene between Supergirl and Zod was probably one of the best fight scenes that DC has had, and one of the best things about the Flash movie. And people was like, "Why the fuck is she in a Flash movie? Is this supposed to be? Is this still the Flash movie? Why are we introducing Supergirl?" And I was like, "Bro." Y'all are really dense, but I right, I'm gonna let y'all have it. I'm not gonna argue about this with you dumbasses online. <laughs> I, it's but, hard to really, and it's, it's hard to really, you know, predict where this is going because remember, there was a rumor that okay, well, Supergirl is gonna replace Superman. The, whatever parts that were supposed to be Superman, and in the upcoming films, it's gonna be now to be Supergirls. Uh, I personally hate that because that's what they did. That's what the CW was. It was Supergirl in place of. Superman, and it was literally just Superman stories with Supergirl inserted into there. And I was just like, "Yo, just give me fucking Superman! Like, you don't have to do this." Facts. And now she has her own stories. I could name you a Supergirl story outside of the one where uh, Power Girl was formed, which they did that, and that episode was trash. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, like they even did like the Superman story. Uh, what is it? Uh, the, when he born her, if he was born in Russia. Oh, uh, Red Sun. Yeah, they did that. They did that, and it was trash. And I was like, y'all could have, like, this is a Superman story. Just do, like, just give me fucking Superman. It's like Arrow being Batman. Just give me Batman, bro. You don't got to do that. Y'all really, really don't have to do this. So I knew that that was their plan for the movie-wise, but, yeah, I'm not with that. Like, just give me fucking Superman. Henry yeah. Cavill sitting right there. I, I don't know. I don't know. This, like I said, hopefully we can come back in a few months and be like, okay, they got they've they've announced something. They've they've got a, a clear path forward. And but it seems like right now, Warner Brothers Discovery is just dumping whatever they can. But like I said, if you're to me, I'll, I'll say this and be done. If you're gonna do all this shit, if you're gonna get rid of Batgirl, Supergirl, do reshoots, add add in Ben Affleck. To Aquaman, this better pay off. It might not. It better not just be no. Oh, we don't like these movies, so we're gonna cut them. It better not. Be, it better be some like no. We're cutting them because we we now have a plan that doesn't involve them. That better be that's, the fucking reason. That's what I want to know. And maybe, hopefully, that comes out during the stockholders meeting. But that's what I want to know. Y'all doing all this? I did read the, the the statement that like they canceled all those other shows on HBO Max because. They were moving away from, like, the children's and family programming, moving away from focusing on that. And I was like, mm, then y'all buy Sesame Street? Like, mm, kind of defeats, <laughs> defeats the purpose of that. But I right, do do you. Y'all got the, y'all the billionaires, not me. Do you. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully, I ain't going to sit up and say I'm hopeful. But if that comes out, I'll be like, all right, 
I get it. Yeah. All right, man. Let's wrap this up. See you guys next week with more comic book news on the best comic book podcast in the world. Those damn comic book guys. All right, man. We out of here, man. Peace and uh, peace and love. <laughs>